0: Three, two, one. From Rapid City, South Dakota, we go behind the scenes of South Dakota Mines Athletics with interviews and exclusive access. This is Hard Rocker All Access. My name is Josh Van Valkenburg-Gernert. I'm here with a special guest today, Ryan Weiss, former student athlete, now back as women's basketball coach. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me, Josh. I'm excited to be here.
0: Just getting started, uh, talk a little bit about what it was like growing up in Ames and what initially got you interested in sports.
1: Yeah, I grew up in Ames, Iowa um, with my parents and two older brothers, and throughout my childhood, I was always very competitive. I always wanted to be doing whatever my brothers were doing, and so that kind of upbringing naturally. Um, I was playing a lot of sports. I was running a lot, very active. Um, it was nice growing up in a college town, really found a love for, um, go cyclones. Um, but yeah, it was a awesome place to grow up.
0: Oh, you mentioned having a couple siblings. They're older, right?
1: Yes. My brothers, Brett and Walker are two and four years older than me. So
0: were they basketball players as well
1: yes we were a basketball family Um, my oldest brother brett um, did more cross-country track um, and then my middle brother um, did more basketball growing up but i am the shortest one in my family my brothers are six six and six seven so i didn't quite get that height (laughs) but yeah tall basketball family
0: so was were was them playing basketball early kind of an influence on you and what sport I guess you've eventually found?
1: Definitely, and I think my dad plays still plays a lot of basketball and so I think that had a big impact on um me finding the love for basketball as well.
0: Sure. What other sports were you kinda of involved in as you You know, grew up and I guess into high school. I know you were a track athlete, too.
1: Yes. Um, Growing up, I tried pretty much every sport. I did soccer, softball. um, And then I think middle school, I really got into running. And I did a track club and um, cross country Um, I loved the distance training as well, and then throughout high school, I just did um, cross country in the fall, and then basketball, and then track in the spring.
0: And then what eventually, I guess, obviously eventually you found out that basketball was kind of your sport. When did that happen, and what was it about basketball?
1: Yeah, I think probably mid-high school. um, I did love running, and I liked um, being competitive, but basketball just had all of the things that I love. It's competitive, It's um, you can always improve on things, and um, you get to play more with your teammates than I think running is a little bit more individual. It's still definitely a team atmosphere, but basketball is really just all the things I love with being competitive and working hard on your own and um, getting that sense of team camaraderie.
0: You played club, too, right? Yes. Which club did you play for? I
1: played for the All-Iowa TAC and honestly, I was really lucky with how it worked out. They started when I was in fifth grade, about five minutes from my house, and it turned into a very um, elite club. I think they've won nationals for AU the last couple years um, and had some really good talent come out of there, so that definitely had a huge impact on um, just... The way I was coached, bringing up, and then just my access to having a gym all the time and being able to put in that extra work.
0: So once you got older, did you kind of just focus more on the basketball and track side once you got into high school?
1: Yeah, I think cross-country was nice because I would be in really good shape coming into basketball season. Um, And then throughout the summer, I did um, those longer workouts and then obviously had all my basketball workouts. So it was just um, kind of a different type of movement too, kept me um, active and not completely specialized on basketball, but uh, the main focus was definitely basketball year round.
0: Sure. And when did it start to like hit you that, hey, I could probably do this in college?
1: Um, I think I always had that goal probably from middle school on, I took it pretty seriously. Um, I was pretty skinny and small um, I was feisty but pretty skinny and so I think in high school I worked a lot on trying to um, get that strength tra- training aspect in there and um, be able to play physically at the college level I think was a big um, thing that I tried to focus on but yeah I think just I fell in love with everything about it and knew I wanted to be doing it as long as I could
0: when it got into like your recruiting process obviously you went wound up coming here what were some of the i guess the main schools besides south dakota mines that were kind of you were kind of looking at
1: i had an interesting recruiting process um i definitely wanted somewhere really strong academically and um i had been contacted by a couple um, ivy league schools initially early in the recruiting and then that kind of fell through. And I, I was looking at some Division II um, schools kind of late late in the recruiting process. Um, and then I looked at a few that were closer to Iowa. Um, I know I looked at Wayne State, Nebraska Kearney, um, Minot State, North Dakota, um, around that area. And then obviously mine's um, matched academically what I was looking for the best, along with other aspects of the recruiting, too, that it was the clear winner for me.
0: Sure. You You were recruited by Coach Larson, correct, yes. when you first got here? Yes. What was that process like, and then what was the transition like from Coach Larson to Coach Showsley?
1: Yeah, so um, Coach Larson recruited me. I was um, blessed to get a lot of playing time my freshman year, and then um, that sophomore year was when I was – originally injured, and I redshirted that year, and so um, coming off of a not as great season for us, and then I was obviously sidelined that season, I was just really excited to be back on the court and kind of a fresh start with Coach Jacobson, and I think um, she really connected well with us players, and um, everybody just really enjoyed I just remember that first season with her, it was really enjoyable for everybody and um, just being back out there with my teammates again was so fun and she obviously loves um, people to shoot threes which is what I love to do so it was a nice fit with us
0: um, you mentioned your first injury can you talk through what that injury was you know what it was like dealing with that mentally and physically
1: yeah it was a pretty unique injury I Um, The fall of my sophomore year, I noticed this weird cyst on my ankle and it got infected and I was on antibiotics a couple of times for it and got it drained a bunch of times not to get too gross, but um, it had to be drained a few times. And then um, basically one of the times that the infection came back, the antibiotics stopped working and my whole right leg was warm to the touch swollen Um, the infection was traveling up my body and that's when um, our athletic trainer at the time was like this is pretty serious so I went to the emergency room and they ended up admitting me to the hospital overnight and they had to actually cut out an abscess because it was really close to my bone and if your bone gets infected it's really bad and so I was in the hospital for a couple days um, and then It took about a month for that to fully heal um, because we were really cautious about the infection and making sure that healed properly. So that was up until about Christmas break. And then after Christmas break, I came back and I hadn't been able to be doing anything for about a month. And we hopped right in and did some 2 days practices and things. And I ended up getting a stress fracture um, shortly after that. And I was in a boot and that's when we decided would be better to redshirt and uh, preserve that eligibility.
0: Yeah, and then obviously you hadn't quite gotten to the level you obviously ended your career at at that point. It was that next year, once you got healthy again, I think you were first team all-conference that year. What kind of went into your, like, mental and physical preparation that year to take that next step?
1: Yeah, I think I definitely always... Enjoyed being in the gym um, outside of practice and getting in extra reps and that kind of thing. But I think not being able to play that season and getting to see the game from the sidelines, I learned new things and just how to better support my teammates. So I grew a lot in that aspect. But I think ultimately it did light even more of a fire in me to get back on the court and really not take for granted any moment that I had out there because... Once you're sidelines with something that you can't control, I think it just makes it that much more special when you can be on the court.
0: Sure. And then going into your, I guess, your technically your senior year, but probably your redshirt junior year would have been the next year. The right? next year
1: would have been my junior year or redshirt sophomore year. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I think that would have been Coach... your second all-conference selection, right? Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving ahead. Okay, sorry. Move- moving ahead one more year. Okay, I got you. So you were back to back all conference first team. Okay. Right.
1: Yes, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your journey is a hard one to follow. Yeah, it's kind of long. There's a COVID year in there. And mm-hmm. a, um, but yeah, that that next year you basically repeated. You were healthy that full year basically until the very end again, right? And was yeah. that when you? got hurt again.
1: Yeah, that was the year I tore my ACL in February. The year prior to that, I had surgery on my hip in the off season. I had a torn labrum in my hip.
0: So you've been through a lot. I have
1: had a few major injuries. Yes.
0: What was, what was the torn labrum like?
1: That was, um, so I found out it was torn at the beginning of my what it would have been red shirt sophomore year. So after being sidelined with the stress fracture, I found out about that and I didn't want to sit out another season. So I just played on that one the whole season and um, it was painful, but I think it also helped me switch into another gear and really play that much harder. And then I had surgery in that off season and that's when kind of COVID hit. So that was a little bit isolating, just recovering from that injury you know in my parents basement when i yeah. should be at school but um yeah that one the recovery wasn't that terribly long or anything
0: sure. probably more of the mental challenges dealing with COVID, yeah. not being able to be in school and what was it like just going through that mentally
1: yeah i think um that one is a bit challenging just Not being, you know, surrounded by my teammates and then obviously all the uncertainty with COVID. um, But it was also nice because it seemed like the world was on pause a little bit while I was also on pause with my injury. And so I think that definitely helped um, with that one.
0: And then you wound up healing again. And then... Again, you already mentioned you tore your ACL. That wasn't till close to the end of the season, right? Yeah. It was like February three or four games 20th. left. Yeah. Yeah. What was that again, <laughs> third time was it kinda like I mean, you had already been through it. Yeah. So maybe mentally it was probably still pretty frustrating, but you kinda already knew you could get through it at that point.
1: I knew I could get through it, but I do think the ACL was definitely the most heartbreaking of my injuries um, just because when it happens, you think about how long the recovery process is. It's it's a lengthy process. It's pretty painful, pretty grueling, and um, that season we were having a lot of success, and we were doing really well and close to the postseason tournament and only had a couple games regular season left, and so that one was really heartbreaking to not be out there with my teammates for the last part of the season. Um, And then obviously doing all of the rehab and everything to get back on for one more season, I think was really motivating. I I wanted to get back quickly. I wanted to be back where I was. Um, But it was definitely the most mentally challenging, I think, of my injuries.
0: And and ACLs are weird, too, because it's... Like you get past the physical part part, but then there's like this nervous part in your head that like, can I cut the same way I used to? can I is my quick twitch gonna be the same? There's like this mental barrier,
1: yeah, I think the mental aspect is huge for a c l s and um, I was blessed to work with really good trainers. I worked with Caleb, our head athletic trainer a lot that summer, and he actually had me we recreated. The specific play where I did tear my ACL we repped it over and over so that when it happens naturally in play I'm not even thinking about it I feel confident in my knee and um doing that movement and so I think that was definitely huge mentally
0: and then you wound up coming back pretty quick you didn't really miss any games that next year you were pretty much ready to go right in November
1: I missed I think our preseason tournament down in Texas um and then I was back on the court which is I was really thankful i think it was only about seven or eight months um recovery so i was happy to be back relatively quickly from that acl
0: yeah that's pretty short usually it's you know nine to twelve so what was it i mean was part of that just your motivation and your work ethic that went into the injury
1: i think that was part of it um It's always a balance of wanting to do as much as possible, but not overdoing it. And, um, I think I did a variety of movements and rehab that helped kind of balance out that recovery and so that I wasn't overdoing it, but I was also getting a lot of that strength back and, um, getting back in shape. So.
0: Sure. And during that last year, you wound up breaking the all time school record in three pointers made. Did you kind of know that was coming, or was that something that you like kind of caught you by surprise?
1: I think looking back on my career, it's not necessarily something I set out to go and do. I think I knew I was close after the ACL and um, that I would probably get it that season, but it wasn't necessarily a focus of the season. I was, I wouldn't say I would change my attempts or anything, it was more so about taking the right shots and doing the shots that the team needs. And then um, when I actually did break the record, it was um, at Shadron, which was kind of a cool full circle moment, reflecting back on it. I didn't realize until Coach Jay had told me after the game, but that was the same um, gym where I had torn my ACL, so it was cool. A year later, I was able to do that.
0: Yeah, and looking back on it now, like, I guess, how much did it mean to you in the moment? And then looking back on it, how much does it mean to you now?
1: Yeah, I think when I realized it after the game, I felt um, just really blessed to be able to be playing. Because um, with a serious injury like that, I mean, it always is in the back of your head of, will I be able to get back? Will I be able to, you know, be doing the same things I was doing? And so I just felt really thankful. And then... I guess looking back on it now, um, it was a pretty cool way to kind of end off my year.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much the end of the year. I think mm-hmm. we had one more home series, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So you were able to do it. It's too bad you weren't able to do it at home, but you eventually obviously got the game ball and everything. Yes. Um, you well, You ended your career with three all-conference selections, two first-team, three first-team all-academic and Armac RMAC Women's Basketball Academic Player of the Year award. Did you, kind of, did you kind of, like, realize the importance of some of that stuff while you were playing? Or is it more, like, now you're looking back on it and realizing, wow, I was able to accomplish kind of all these things?
1: I think I was really proud of the Armac Academic Player of the Year one. Um that uh, is a challenging one to get recognized for. And so that one I kind of was a moment of reflection of um, kind of the hard work I had been putting in, you know, in the classroom while playing basketball at a high level. So I think that one was definitely one of the most important ones.
0: Yeah, and obviously academics were always important to you in your life. You were mentioned you were recruited by Ivy League schools. You don't get recruited by Ivy League schools unless you're like a 4 and doing other things, so what was it that kind of you know i guess made you realize the importance of the classroom so early in life?
1: I think my parents did a good job instilling that in me from a young age, and my brothers set good examples i'm I'm not the smart sibling don't don't get me wrong, my brothers are the smart ones. I think I just realized I could work hard at it and um it's something i took very important to me and um, wanted to be successful at. And so I knew it was gonna take time and studying and all of that um, to really be able to be successful at it.
0: Um, you graduated with a bachelor's and a master's from here. Yes. What were those in again?
1: My bachelor's was industrial engineering and then my master's degree was engineering management.
0: And then you obviously got a job where, where did you work over the last year?
1: Yeah, so I took a job in Madison, Wisconsin, working for a healthcare software company as a project manager. So I kind of got to use um, technical skills of engineering along with kind of that engineering management degree helped me be successful in that role. Um, we would go around and implement our software to different hospital organizations. I got to travel a lot. Um, with the company. So it was all really great experience. I
0: was talking a little bit to coach Jacobson and she mentioned that you applied for a athletic academic position before you, what, what made you realize or what made you think about that college athletics or something you wanted to get back into?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed, um, aspects of my previous job before this, but I realized that I was lacking that sort of passion for that industry. And I I missed being in the environment of college athletics. And I knew that it was something I wanted to get back to, just working alongside like-minded people and um, just the high energy. Um, it's a lot of fun to be in athletic department. And obviously basketball is my one true love i've been you know playing it watching it since as long as i can remember and um i was really really blessed to be able to get to be a part of that again
0: sure and usually when you talk to former athletes some of their favorite memories are like the friendships they make bus trips i know you obviously have at least one really good friend from here (laughs) bailey yes um what are what if if you could tell, like, one story that's PC from your time at South Dakota Mines, what would it be?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: As a player. At South Dakota.
1: As a player. Okay. Oh, my goodness. The first thing that comes to mind, um, Melissa Johnstone and I, we were always pretty goofy together, um, and at first... Uh, We didn't really, she was a year younger than me and um, so she was a freshman. We hadn't really gotten to know each other that well, but on I think our first bus trip, we both, um, she made a joke and we both started crying, laughing. And from that moment on, anytime either of us would think of something, we could just laugh and laugh about it for days. And then um, we kind of both went through. Our ACL injuries at similar times. And so I think um, having her to go through that with me made such a big difference and have that support. And then we kind of made a tradition of making our pregame TikToks. So we'd make little funny videos before every game and just something fun and get everybody, you know, in that lighthearted mood. And, um, so, yeah, that's one thing I think I definitely cherish about my college career was um, that friendship with her.
0: You definitely changed your mind when I asked about <laughs> players. So can I ask what the other one was? Oh, no, I, oh, okay. I didn't have okay. anything in mind. I okay. was just thinking just all just that. Just yeah. it down. Um, Now, obviously, you're getting into the coaching part of it. What is that, I guess, what, I guess, first made you interested in this specific job and coming back.
1: Yeah. I mean, my time previously as a player and student at this school was so special. And I know what this school is about and the values. And obviously, um, I know coach Jacobson really well. And I knew there was definitely something that I wanted to be a part of. Um, it's a great environment and great culture. And so, um, yeah, I was just really excited about coming back and being able to impact the game from a different spot this time and kind of get to dive more into the details with scouting and um, more of the logistical things of basketball and kind of get to experience it from a different perspective.
0: Yeah, and then the next question was just, you know, the transition from, obviously there's still quite a few people you know here, both on the team and just other teams and other students. So what has that transition been like to get into coach Ryan rather than student and friend Ryan?
1: Right. I think it's a little bit of an adjustment, especially for some of the athletes that I was closer to, but I don't think there's any issues with it. They um, obviously know me well, and it's nice being able to come to a place where I already have um familiar faces and people I know. And then just keeping it, um, as coach Ryan is, I think the biggest adjustment for some of the girls, but no, I think it's, it's really nice. And I'm appreciative that they are welcoming me with open arms. So.
0: And then just getting into back into the basketball side, obviously our women's basketball program has a lot of history. I think we're probably, probably maybe the most successful program historically at the school what does it mean to you to be able to try to help get back to that level as a coach
1: yeah i think it's really exciting i think we have a lot of really um great athletes and people and i think um just figuring out those pieces together and getting back to that kind of standard of winning i think is really exciting for us and i think um Obviously, Coach Jacobson does a great job and I'm really excited to learn alongside her and get to, you know, um, get that insight from her and see how she approaches things and then um, obviously see where I can contribute and um, have new ideas and things, but I think it's a really special um, tradition and program that we have here, so I'm excited to build on that this year.
0: Um, obviously you haven't gotten too deep into, I mean, you haven't officially started practices or anything yet, but what do you think we can look forward to seeing this year from the team?
1: Yeah, I think we have um, a lot of really exciting um, players to watch, and um, obviously we love to shoot the ball. We're going to have some good shooters, which is always exciting, and um, a couple new faces that we can look forward to watching, and either coming back from injury or coming in. Um, So I think it'll be a really fun crew to watch, just how they play together. I know last year we had a lot of new faces, so kind of getting that year under their belts of figuring each other out, um, seeing that chemistry off the court grow, and so I think that's going to translate really well on the court.
0: Sure. That's pretty much all I have for you. Um, Season starts officially in about a month, November 10th. Um, You're in... Colorado you're at Colorado Mesa for a tournament looking forward to seeing
1: you guys yeah thank you so much
0: uh this has been Josh Van Valkenburg-Gernert signing off thank you for listening to the Hard Rocker Huddle with host Josh Van Valkenburg-Gernert follow on Apple and Spotify